Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Hello and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Curveball. I am your host, Curveball, and today I'm joined by Kendrick Thomas. He is a principal, a speaker, a youth advocate, and a certified life coach. Kendrick, thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, sir. It is my pleasure to be in the building today. Absolutely. Why don't you start off by giving everybody a little bit of background about yourself, you know, um, I know, uh, kind of tell people where you're from, you know, um, I know you grew up in a single parent home. So just kind of talk about that and anything else that you want the audience to know. Yes, sir. First off, as you state, Shreveport, Louisiana is my hometown. I am currently living in Houston, Texas. I've been here since 2003. Straight from Shreveport, Louisiana, when I moved here, man, I had a high school diploma, right? And so I said that I had to come down and really change things, put myself through school, um, started as a paraprofessional uh, in the educational system, uh, teacher's aide, and then ended up uh, right now assistant principal of elementary school. Man, I've done from football coaching to uh, to just, you know, teaching English, teaching reading, uh, just doing things that I really loved uh, and wanted to do. So been really, that's been my focus last few years. Uh, we got the podcast going, uh, the KTTV. So we started that out of a tragic place. You know, I love to expound on that. Um, but that's pretty much me in a nutshell, man, just working, trying to change the world one student at a time. Absolutely. And we will touch on that, that uh, tragic place. But first, tell everybody what it was like for you growing up and what fueled your passion to want to help the world one student at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think about the students when I was a teacher. I worked with students who were emotionally disturbed, uh, coming from broken homes or very violent and aggressive, you know. And, and when I think about my background, uh, my mother uh, was arrested and did five years uh, in prison in armed robbery. And, of course, you know, from being in Louisiana, St. Gabriel uh, down south is a real place. And so while she was doing that, of course, we stayed with Grandma. Um, and we got that kind of upbringing, but uh, mom came back at probably around seventh grade, man, and life changed again drastically. You know, she was real young. She's only 15 years uh, older than me. And so then as she was growing up, I was growing up and the things that we were going through. Uh, and I remember being about nine years old. And I told my grandma I wanted to be a high school English teacher uh, because at school, and that's what I talk about with the kids, that was my getaway. You know, when, when things were rough, um, I, I remember in third grade, I wrote a poem called Life Is, and it's the book in Louisiana that go through all the schools uh, called the Seedlings Book. And so I, I got a poem in there, and we talking, man, eight years old about life. And so that's how, you know, I was trying to get it all out. So growing up was kind of crazy um, because mom just was growing up at the same time. And so it was a lot where I ended up being the caretaker uh, for my brothers and sisters because she worked from two to 1030. And you know, that's how latchkey and how our students are these days uh, where mom is at work that whole time. And so that, that put a lot of responsibility in me. 
but also a lot of leadership. You know, uh, we owned the neighborhood candy house when I stayed with my grandma. So that put the business side in me. So just a lot of pieces that contributed, man, all back to wanting to give back as I overcame uh, the stories that I, I made it through. So, yes, St. Gabriel is a real place. So is Angola. And it yes, sounds, like, sounds like you gained a lot of strength from your grandma and she kind of instilled some values in you. Is there anything else that, that gave you the strength to do what you needed to do for your sisters and, and as well as yourself? Man, I, I will be honest to say growing up with them, I, I really don't know how much of it I was able to use for my brothers and sisters. For them, man, I don't know what it was that kicked into me. You know, for instance, mom would give me $20, right? And I, I remember the list so vividly in my head of just like the sandwich meat, the snack cakes, the, the chips, you know, these things that we would eat, I mean, for the week, you know? And so uh, just thinking about that, I think, man, that just was learning just what you got to do and doing what you have to do, man. Something kicked in. Uh, so I had to become, like I said, a lot more mature. Um, and, and so really... When I got the grandma in them house, man, that was the time when I was able to be a kid, you know? So we didn't even have too strong of a conversation. But besides their house, because um, my granddad would come pick me up on Saturday mornings because they tried to make sure that I was in church. Um, and that was a big part of it, you know, because I was fortunate enough to have my grandma, my great-grandma, and my great-great-grandma alive at the same time. And so then, uh, you know, just just... But those were the places that I was able to be a kid versus at home. It was the grind. So what kind of relationship do you and your mom have today? Um, is it good or, or how is it today? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, like I say, we, we, we in a sense, that's my mom, but we also grew up together. You know, so she calls, she asks me advice. Uh, we, we talk about things. You know, I'll be hip and other stuff uh, like investing or look look at these type of things mom so it's been grown up to where uh she understands you know that i really am a thinker um and and we work together on a lot of things you know helping her build a business up uh, all kind of things so great relationship well it's good to hear that she's doing great now and got things turned around yes sir what made you go from from a teacher to becoming an, an assistant principal principle man it's all about affecting change right and so when i look at how do i affect change in the educational system inside of my classroom i really only can affect maybe the teachers that i teach with or either the students and parents that are inside of my classroom and so i need to have a bigger scale and so um when i got the opportunity because i started teaching at this school in 2013 and it's the same school I've been administrated at since 2016. So great family that's been going on. But when I started, I wanted to be able to just reach out to more people, uh, impl to implement more things at a grander scale, which was, hey, that was pushed me, man. Um, I got the call, got the interview, and uh, everything worked out from there. But it's all about taking that. 35 person reach to a school of 800 kids and 100 teachers reach. So what, what do you feel 
the state of the education system is in today, uh, good or bad? What's your thoughts on the educational system today versus maybe when you were going to school? Now, when you say, um, are you talking about during COVID or without the COVID? Both. Both. Because, hey. uh, <laughs> all of us are part of it. Uh, we, we now have COVID, so so both. Yeah, man. Um, well, I would say without the COVID, depending, and it's really dependent on resources and administration, but from speaking from my experiences, man, the way that their kids are learning to be more problematic solving, uh, learning more about science, technology, engineering, and math, this is what's preparing our kids for the future. And so if you have a Title I school, uh, which is a lot of the population on the free and reduced lunch, then to bring in those resources to teach these kids is awesome, man. And so for me, I think that is the way that education is going. And if so, I feel better because that's how we are evolving and equipping kids. You know, because if school was the same as when I was in school, it would be a problem, right? Because nothing is really the same. So then I, I'm glad to see that changing. Uh, on the flip side of that, I still believe that school still breeds workers instead of owners and entrepreneurs. So then I, I want to see more of that, which I'm starting to see in my district. We just opened up a career center. And so a lot of times you can have maybe an associates or um, you can get a lot of practice in that field that if you want to be able to start your own media firm or start your own editing company or uh, nursing, you want to go into that, you can be able to do that as you graduate high school. So glad to see those type of things, but we still got work to do, brother. We still got work to do. Um, and as far as with this Corona, you know, we're seeing a big, a big light or a spotlight on the haves versus the have nots, right? The schools who have resources to give all the kids a computer to keep them logged on versus the people who just have to send home packets of paper, you know, and have drop-offs where they can kind of grade it and give curious grades. So you're seeing a big difference of both. Um, and, and you're hoping that that shines a light on equity in a lot of places and that we really merge together under this new administration I mean, as the first lady is a teacher, that we can really do something to change um, the way things are going. I was on a uh, Biden for Educators committee where we kind of polled educators around the state of Texas about what we need. And so hoping that that was not falling on deaf ears um, and that we can change some things, man. So that's really my overall view of the way we headed right now. So how did you branch out from being a principal to a speaker, talk about your speaking and what you talk about. Man, um, so what happened, man? I um, I lost my brother to suicide um, January 30, I mean, uh, May 31st. And I lost my friend to a sudden death on May 23rd. Now the kicker is the day she was buried was the day my brother was dead. But her family reached out to me on Instagram on like the 25th, two days later. But it goes to a box. Uh, you know, if you're not friends, it doesn't go to your regular inbox. 
And so then I missed that message. I missed her funeral uh, because I was calling and going by, but I never could get anything. So between those two tragedies and that period, man, it tore me down, right? Um, as an educator, I got to keep going uh, for my staff, for my students, but my personal, man, I was beat. You know, I was able to send my brother off, but my friend was gone. And I really wanted to do something to commemorate both of them and keep pushing. Uh, and one of them we were working on putting together trainings for uh, the community, trainings for educators, training for preschools. So that is how I end up doing the KTTV brand, um, where I do the speaking engagements, where I do um, the informational podcast that I put out each week. Uh, and then my brother, we were working on social media things uh, because the night before he killed himself, he was on Snapchat. Uh, you know, having fun with his kids. And so doing the social media, man, we, we are really active, uh, posting uh, comments, quotes, uh, conversations. If you go to my website, kttv.com, we got blogs going and we're talking about mental health. You know, we're talking about who do you reach out to, suicide prevention. And so that's really uh, some of the highlights and the work that I'm trying to do through the KTTV brand, as well as speaking. Uh, on top of uh, speaking engagement to students as well. So I like to talk to them about, you know, following your dreams. Once again, understanding it's okay to be a worker, but how do you gather those skills to one day be an owner? And it starts as early as elementary. So that's what we talk about, brother. So um, how did you come up with the name of your of your company? Is it is there a special meaning to those letters? Man, that... <laughs> Really? No. I thought about, I wanted it to be very frank and direct. I want you to know what it is. And so uh, that's why I put the KTTV. And so I end up being able to, uh, not being able to get like KTTV because it was taken by a st station in California. So I had to get a little creative. And so then I just KT for my initials, Kendrick Thomas, but then T-E-E, -E, as in I, I told you, I had to get creative and the V. Um, and so, man, that's how it worked out for me. And it worked. <laughs> it worked out. It absolutely does work. Now, talk talk about your podcast. When is it out? Where can people check it out? And and just kind of, you know, talk about the information that you go over on your podcast. How long you yes, been sir. doing it? Mm -hmm. Man, so the, the tragedy happened around May. I took June and I really gathered myself together and I started on my birthday. My first episode was on my birthday, July 1st, 2019. Uh, and really, man, that first podcast was me and a friend of mine with a microphone in between us. Um, fast forward, here we are. And it is December 14th, 2020. On the, uh, YouTube, we've amassed 4,000 plus subscribers. We've been just working, you know, a host of Instagram followers, host of Facebook followers. And at KTTV.com, it is all about bridging the gap between the school and the community. Um, and so therefore I talk to educators, I talk to entrepreneurs, um, and I really highlight things that are going on in the city of Houston or wherever. Um, uh, and I also do the KTTV radio show. Um, and so on my station, we have about 900,000 documented listeners. Um, and so each week it's about putting out those quotes. It's about talking to people in the community. Uh, this week on my podcast, 
uh, remember I talk about things in Houston. So I had uh, a candidate for Houston Texan general manager on uh, for the NFL. Um, and on my podcast, uh, he was on the podcast and then on the radio show on Sundays, um, I had um, one of the presidents from the NAACP down here in Brazoria County. Um, and so just giving information out, that's really all it's about, man. Uh, one of my favorite episodes, I was able to talk to the first African-American district attorney in Sugarland, Texas. And so, you know, that's that's the real boy the money. And so for this to be 2020 and he's the first black anything, um, that just lets you know, man, we really in the community trying to put things together. Um, you know, even for the educators, I was able to go and get parents uh, for teacher appreciation. And they came on and did a podcast with me. So every Saturday at six o'clock on KTTV.com, you can catch the podcast. And on Sundays at 953jams.com, uh, you can catch the radio show. You know, we talk about money, financial uh, I have a lot of people that are financial strategists that call in. Uh, we got digital marketing strategists that call in. So much wealth that if you want to start a business, you want to invest in stocks, or you want to feel good, we're going to get you that, brother. Now, I'm a radio DJ as well. Your show that you do, is it just one show, or do you have a whole station? Yeah, my show is on the station. So uh, the KTTV radio show is within the station. Absolutely. Give out that yes, website sir. again for that for that uh, station. And what time do you come on? Yes, sir. So on for the podcast, the Daily K podcast, uh, it's on YouTube, uh, or you can catch us on audio. Uh, just Google. I mean, search KTTV, and we'll pull up uh, in Apple, Pandora, or Spotify. So all that uh, airs Saturday on KTTV.com at six p.m. And the radio show. Uh, is on 953jams.com, or you could download the Waze or the TuneIn app, um, or you can just follow me on my social media as I try to live stream the show. Um, sometimes I do the repost on YouTube, but that is on Sundays, every Sunday, 3 to 5 Central Time. Absolutely. So y'all, make sure y'all check out KT and the big things that he's doing. Is there any other topics that we haven't talked about that you would like to talk about? Man, I think we covered the basis. Um, the biggest thing is I just want people to take care of their mental health. Man. If, if nothing else, if I can get that across, invest in yourself and take care of your mental health. Those, those two things are very important as we go into uh, 2021. Um, I do have a TED Talk that should be coming up soon and a few uh, magazine interviews that I'm looking forward to sharing out uh, publicly, nationally. So just big things coming, but it's all because I made a decision to invest in myself. And so hopefully through this conversation, we can encourage somebody else to take that leap and start your business. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Now, real quick, before we go, do you remember that poem that you were telling me about that you wrote in the third grade? Man, I do not remember it. And I will tell you, it is in a safe spot where it's been for about 10 years at my mom's house, man. But I do not remember it, man. But it was very short. Uh, but like I say, that was when my mom first uh, left for jail. And so it was deep, brother. Obviously, it was deep. Like I say, it, it made the book all across the state of Louisiana. Absolutely. I was going to have you to break it off. But uh. Hey, That's cool, man. though. But, but y'all make sure y'all check out 
Kendrick Thomas and the big things he's doing. Kendrick, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Man, it was my pleasure, man. Thank you. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. Dream.